Welcome to Catholicism is Cool with Mary and Joseph. I'm Mary Goulet. I'm Joseph Warren. All right, so today uh, we're, uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about are you being led in your mission? Are you being led by God or are you being led by your ego? And this is an important conversation to have, Mary. I know I have messed up with this for so, so long. Even when I felt I was doing God's work, it was actually my ego that was getting in the way. And here's what I mean by that is my need to feel accepted, to feel loved as a human being kept getting in the way of the mission God put on my life. Because I was showing up for people, even though I'm only a little short amount of time into this mission, bring my sons back to me. That's what my heavenly father asked me to do. I was still showing up with my own brokenness, my own insecurities, wanting to people please be accepted by others. I didn't want to offend them too much, right? Because I'm building a brand and then I, I wanted to go well. And my ego was constantly being jabbed and poked and I didn't like it. So I kept blocking what God was trying to do in me, which was to get me to step in fully 100%, let him lead and trust that he's got my back, that he's protecting me and let go of that false ego that I'm trying to preserve, like, like my self-worth comes from how I'm perceived to others, how others perceive me. And it doesn't. My identity, your identity, all our identity is as son of, of God the Father or daughter of God the Father. And when we really get that, and I finally got that, now my ego is starting to dissipate. It's starting to atrophy. And that doesn't mean I'm not human. I still have ego moments or whatever. But in, in my mission, my ego is starting to become powerless, and I'm allowing God to really lean in and drive me and lead me and, and, and really rely on his power and look to him when I'm feeling insecure or lonely or not good enough. Or as you, you know, we get haters sometimes, like on my Broken Catholic podcast, I got my first review of someone calling me a heretic and I'm anti-biblical and all this other stuff, which is totally ridiculous to me because everything I speak about is very biblical and it doesn't go against the Bible. But you know what? My ego took a ding on that. And, and now I read I read it again the other day and I just kind of smiled and it had no emotional impact on me because I know who I'm being led by and it's my heavenly father. So Mary, what about you? Talk to us about being led by God versus being led by your ego. Well, I think we were at a disadvantage from when we were first born because we were not taught, listen to God. We were taught, what were you thinking? Why didn't you use your head? So our ego, I always like to compare it to your mind. You know, you're thinking, you're thinking things through. And so we get attached to that false power that we know what's best for ourselves. Mm. And in my, my go through gut book, not to reference that too often, but I wrote, don't believe everything you think. Well, then what do you believe? You have to believe in your faith. You have to believe in God first. And then your ego is going to freak out, of course. And it's going to, well, don't, what, how, 
How can we trust God? Are you sure we should do this? Maybe we should rethink it. Maybe we should do more research. Maybe we should uh, trust our ego and past experience and not go just blindly off the cliff of faith and trust God in what he wants us to do in our lives. So it's a very big struggle because we're losing control and we don't have the experience that God's going to have our back, as you mentioned. So take baby steps in business, in friendships, in people that, okay, I'm going to go ahead and trust that this is the right thing to do because I believe it's coming from the Holy Spirit or God for the best for myself and for anyone else involved. Now, let and me ask you this. What about when even your godly friends think you're crazy, but you know this is what God is leading you to do, but even your godly friends say, no, this is being irresponsible, like this is wrong, this is not from God, but deep down in your core, you know it is. What do you do with that? Because your ego can easily interfere and justify listening to your godly friends, but not to God. Okay, so if you really believe it is the Holy Spirit, it is God guiding you to take an action, I had this yesterday happen to me. Someone close to me was concerned, well, are you sure you should be working with this person? And I said, something tells me to trust this now. Mm. Who can argue with something tells me? Because everyone has said that in their own life. I can't prove to you on the outside with written documentation that this is the best thing to do, but something tells me in my core, in my soul, in my heart to trust this and move forward. And I think that's God. That's not a mental process. If I can give you a litany of reasons why I'm doing something to justify it, then you might want to question that's probably not God because the ego likes to justify because that makes it feel safe. But God doesn't give us that luxury. God says, you're going to have to trust me on faith alone. So hear my voice guiding and directing you in life. What does that say for you? It's, it's a tough one. It's, uh, I've wrestled with this. I, was, uh, I went to a friend's church on, uh, what was the last Sunday? After I went to Catholic Mass, I went to a Baptist uh, service afterwards. I don't replace them, but sometimes I add to it. And it's because this person invited me. So I went there, and the pastor literally would, like his uh, sermon was speaking directly to me. He entitled it, The Weight of Waiting on God. And he says, you go through three stages, right? The heaviness of waiting on God. You go through three stages. The first stage is alienation, which is pressure from others, mm-hmm. right? And, and that can look really mu- very much like what we're talking about. Pressure from others like, hey, you need to move on this. You need to move on this. And you're like, yeah, but God told me not to move yet. Yeah, yeah but you need to. It's, you're irresponsible. It's out of integrity if you don't handle this. Yeah, but God didn't tell me to move yet. Right. And that's really difficult to do because you're literally dying in your, to your ego. And then the second uh, uh, stage is you move from alienation to isolation, which is others start to disown you. 
and stop spending time with you. And these are like your good caring friends and you want to feel loved and accepted. And all of a sudden people are dropping off, maybe friendships and relationships you've had for years because you're following God's calling. And that's what that starts to look like. And then the third stage is desperation where your own ego kicks in and creates the pressure to do something because God's not moving fast enough according to your timetable. So you have this pressure to do something, right? And it's desperation. So to me, that was really powerful. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that's literally the three stages I'm going through. And right now I'm in the desperation. Like I got to do something. I got to do something. And that's my false ego kicking in and saying, you can't trust God. Like he's going to let you fall. Look, he hasn't done anything yet. You're sinking. He's not going to save you, right? That's what Peter did when he stepped out of the boat. He was trusting in God, and then all of a sudden, he started to notice the waves and the wind and everything, and, and boom, right? The, the enemy put thoughts in, look, you're sinking, look, you're going under. God's not saving you. You're drowning. Ego, ego, ego. So will we let God lead us and trust him to see it all the way through in his time? It's so difficult, Mary. Yeah, so for me... I've learned that when my, you know, that feeling of anxiety that creeps up in your stomach and you get that pit in your stomach and fear starts to overwhelm you and you start to think, oh boy, I got to fix this. hundred percent. Anxiety is my frenemy. Right. So what I've learned to do is recognize it and separate myself from it because I've no if I go into prayer, it doesn't have to be an hour's worth. If I just go, wait a minute, uh, either fear and anxiety and this pit in my stomach is going to be my God, or I'm going back to God and give it a little bit of space and patience and don't react. Something always comes around and it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But when I get triggered with that pit in my stomach, even if it's a really scary financial situation that could be going sideways um, or worrying about my daughters or something like that, the second I get that pit in my stomach, I have to not react, but seek the remedy. And that's peace. And peace looks like, okay, God, you help me out with this one. And it always... Once I do that, peace is more powerful than fear and anxiety. So it's like a blanket that says, okay, fear and anxiety, just chill out. I know you want to protect Mary, but I'm her ultimate protector. And that increases your faith. Because like I said, the baby steps of just being aware that you're falling into a state of panic. Replace panic with peace. How do you get peace? Focus on God say a quick prayer, sit in quiet, put your phone away. And all of a sudden you'll get this feeling come over you. This really blows, but it's going to get better. That's powerful, Mary. All right. So cool Catholic nation. Mary's really dropping the wisdom bombs today. I'm loving it. I'm learning from her right now. Like I'm, subliminally, she's coaching me. She doesn't even know it because of the storm I'm still in right now. And it's like, yeah, when I feel anxiety and fear, that's not from God. 
I was just reading the Bible verse today in my daily holy hour that fear drive, uh, sorry, love drives out all fear, right? Where there's love, there is no fear. They can't coexist. So if fear is present in that pit in your stomach right now, like Mary's saying, then guess what's not present? Love. Well, God, and you God know that. God is love. Yeah, you know that saying, if you don't feel God, it's not, be- he did not move, you moved. That's right. So turn back to him like Mary does. Say stop, hold, pause, right? Pause. God, I took my eyes off of you. I'm recommitting. I trust in you. You are love. You are my protector. You are my father. You have my back, even though everything that I see looks like it's attacking me. I know you're there. I know you have everything. All right, so let's wrap up this episode. On our next episode, we're going to talk about self-reliance. Versus, and we, we dabbled in it, but we're going to go deeper with self-reliance or are you Holy Spirit-led, right? Are you letting the Holy Spirit guide your steps or are you being self-reliant and taking back control? Mary, close us out, would you? Okay, so if you're feeling fear, know that you're not focused on God. So the second you're triggered with fear, anxiety, worry, and it can happen a lot, often during the day, in all aspects of your life, the second you feel that, find that in your mind to go right to God. Okay, you've been watching Catholicism is Cool with Mary and Joseph. We'll be right back with another episode.